off the pitch, they're similar but different. Um, I don't want to say weather, I mean, because it's pretty hot and humid here. Over there, it's, it's cooler. Yeah, it's nicer weather all around. But um, other than that, restaurants, um, kind of like teammates, hanging out with them. Do you beach, have a obviously. go-to restaurant? Uh, so I live in Los Olas, so I kind of there's a strip Los Olas Boulevard that I go to. Um, and I bounce between like a few restaurants, Cafe Europa, Louis Bossi, um, El Camino. So two Italian spots and then um, Mexican spot. And then uh, there's a coffee shop, Anne's Florist's Coffee Shop. So I'll have a coffee there. And then sometimes when my mom's in town or my girlfriend's in town, I'll just grab a flower and give it to them so have you tried any of like peruvian uh cuban i tried cuban um, for the first yeah. time so when we uh actually played lafc mm -hmm. i was injured unfortunately but um some of the i want to say the guys who run like the fans the 3252 and all them mm -hmm. uh we went out to uh cuba libre okay. it's a cuban spot down in los Olas boulevard and it was that's probably i got a cuban sandwich it's classic and it was really good Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, so that was the first time I've ever tried Cuban food. I haven't gone back just because I kind of... Usually in season, I usually stick to, like, pasta and, like, right, stuff right, like that, right. but... Okay, your expectations for this season. You started the season, you know, weren't getting as much play time as you are now. Yeah. Uh, what are your expectations moving forward? You guys are in the middle of a playoff race right now. You're in seventh. Yeah. Sitting with nine games to go. What are your expectations moving forward? Yeah, I mean, obviously, expectations is to make playoffs. Um, we have a tight tight group um four points away from fifth place and four points away from 12th place yeah. so um every game is going to count on from now on um so that's just crazy how tight the league is and it goes from east coast and west coast so expectation expectations definitely making playoffs um and then on a personal note yes. uh, probably just score more for me i feel like playing that's in more of attacking yeah Uh, for me, playing more of the attacking role, just to add goals to like the stat sheet um, and just help provide the team. Because I feel like in this playoff push, we're gonna have we're gonna need more than two people scoring goals. We're gonna need me, Pozuelo, Gonzalo, our wingers. Like everyone needs to be contributing as yeah, much like as Phil they can. Has said throughout yeah, the season. exactly. So um, that's probably the biggest step for me is for goals because I mean the assists are there. Um, but just more more stats for me and then just um, helping out the team the best way as I can. And as far as looking forward, maybe national team, uh, do you think about that? Is that somewhere you aim to be at some point? Yeah, I mean, obviously being on the national team is definitely like a goal of mine. Uh, but being realistic, I have, like, I know it's early as, as of right now. I mean, there's a look at the people who are in front of me and are on the national team now, so... Um, I don't expect it to come anytime soon. Um, this is the first year that I've actually started playing. So, um, but for right now, just kind of focus on my individual performance and helping the team, and then hopefully along the the way, uh, things will start to It'll happen. Play itself yeah. Off. So, you're friends with Emerson. Now. You guys were having um, one of the interviews. I heard you, you know, call him Brayito, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, has he taught you how to dance salsa? Because he's from a part of Colombia yeah. where they love to dance salsa. Has, has he taught you that? Because you said you're teaching him English. He's teaching you Spanish. What has he taught you in Spanish? And what other things are you guys learning You know, from each culture? Yeah. Uh, so dancing, no, not quite. Not But, yet. Not yet. <laughs> But uh, he does dance like all the time in the locker room and 
going with like, just traveling stuff like that so um just watching him is is always a joy because he kind of brings that light and energy to the team um spanish um i used to take him so he was waiting for his driver's license and i used to take him to training and then back and stuff like that so we would kind of just i would talk to him in english and then he would respond in english and then he would ask me a question in spanish and i would try and respond in spanish um which for me i can understand a lot of spanish um just being around it in la and then here um but the hardest thing for me is is speaking um and then when they're talking super fast that's also hard when i try and like understand it um but just like random stuff uh like he when we park i always back in when i park so he calls me like crack con parqueadero or whatever uh so um or crack con parking so uh but just like small stuff um so you guys have forged a friendship giving yeah similar ages yeah giving the the dialect and like different language barriers Mm -hmm. we find a common ground to like okay you're learning i'm learning so like let's just help each other and but it's it's funny because he says jokes in Spanish and I say jokes in English and we both understand them. So and you both laugh. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the best part. Okay, uh, a couple of times Phil has mentioned, and I'm going to ask you that we're talking about Emerson, that um, sometimes he feels down, maybe if he doesn't get in the game. Or how how do you do you talk to him? Do you let him know, hey, look, you know, I, I started and look where I'm at yeah. now. You you can do the same thing. Yeah, I've been in the same position, even probably even worse, um, especially my first year at LAFC where. I would not play at all or I wouldn't play for a stretch of five games and I would be with the second team or um, stuff like that. So um, it definitely, as a young player, for me personally, um, I don't know how it is with Emerson, but for me it was like, oh, I want everything to happen like now. I was always in a rush for like things to happen. But as, I mean, getting older and having more experience within the league, kind of realizing like, not everything has to happen so quickly um like it's okay to take a step back and kind of look at the bigger picture where if you so for example this this year i haven't started a lot of games so it's like it's not like for me i'm like oh why am i not starting it's more of okay how am i going to contribute when i come onto the field and just like watching who's in my position so now we have pozuelo who's in my position who if he starts over me i'm like okay that's completely fine but let me look what he's doing different or what he's doing different from from me and just like learn from that standpoint and kind of put that into my game. So it's just a learning aspect and curve, um, which everyone goes through no matter if you're 20 years old or 35 years old. So it's just never nice to not start when you feel like you definitely deserve to. Um, but just having a squad like we do and having so much depth, it's going to happen to somebody. There's always going to be somebody, somebody who's... Yeah, eventually. exactly. Which... In the end, it's just a matter of what's best for the team um, and kind of putting, like, just individuals aside, going for everyone. It's professional. Yeah, exactly. That's just how a professional environment and team works. So. Okay. Gonzalo had an interview earlier today, and he mentioned something that I think is super important for young players. He said that he never gets too high or too low. Like, yeah. earlier in the season, he got booed. Yeah. He was booed. He's a DP player. He got booed. Now he's giving me two rounds of applause. 
and he said that he never gets too high or too low because that is professional soccer. Yeah. And, and I think that's a great point that he made, and I, every young player should listen to that. How did you deal with, you know, your your stuff in L.A.? Because you weren't, yeah. you know, where you are now. You're, I think, in a better position. Yeah. How did you transition, and how are you dealing with everything, you know? When you were low, and now you're playing very well. Not to, you know, how do you deal with that yeah. personally? Um, personally, for me, I just feel like I have to... In order for me to have a good performance, I just have to like enjoy the game and feel like um, like I'm a part of it, and kind of just have people surrounded me or surrounded by me that are kind of believe that believe in me, that aren't okay. Well, we don't know what he's gonna give, or we don't know if we want to give him the chance. Where I feel like coming here, I've had a great um, staff around me and. <laughs> Great staff around me and great. Um, yeah, say he's a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great staff around me and great teammates where they definitely put their full support in me. So, just having a, that kind of camaraderie and having that kind of environment surrounded by me definitely helps personally with my confidence. And just in the end, confidence is is key for someone to be playing well. But I agree with Gonzalo's point where you can't get too low and you can't get too high. Where I try to stay humble and stay in the middle um, because if you feel like you're playing super well and you're like okay well maybe I can let off the gas a little bit and just like maybe not try as hard or um like let's say I had my get complacent yeah my man of the match Mont- uh, performance against Montreal and then I would come in against New York and I'm just like okay well I just got man of the match like I'm just gonna sit here and like not really do anything mm-hmm. or not work as hard or whatever the case may be then that's just kind of not the right mindset or Let's say I have a super bad game, and the next game I'm like, oh, well, I just had a bad game. I'm just going to let that take over my next game. You can't really think about it too much. It's just game after game, you have to keep willing to put in like the, your best performance for the team. Absolutely. So. How important is the family for a professional player? Because given that, if you have a bad game, the whole stadium is against yeah. you. If you have a great game, yes, they're cheering. So yeah. it's highs, ebbs, and lows. How important is the family for a professional players, especially a young player like yourself? Yeah, I feel like... Um, it's hard because sometimes, like, fans... I don't want to say fans forget, but, like, us players are, are humans as well. Like, we have feelings, so it's, like... It's not like we want to play bad or, like, we want to not score a, a wide-open goal or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, but sometimes it does, uh, like, hit you kind of deep when you have a bad performance and you go on social media and all these people are bashing you and stuff like that. But just having... Um, a close family and like circle of family and friends definitely helps a lot personally i mean being out here by myself doesn't help but being able to just hop on facetime or hop on a phone call with the people that are close to you definitely goes a long way because then they'll be like yeah you might not have played like very good but you can't think about it like that hard so um yeah definitely have family goes a long way in the sport in any sport and this team has been resilient the whole season and and it's a gritty team right now who are the players that provide that who are the role models to that because there's always got to be someone who brings that vibe yeah who are the main guys who do that because i know it's a team thing yeah but there's specific people that bring that i feel like if you were to watch training and um see who is like the grittiest and like who demands the most and like who's on top of people when you need to be I would definitely say uh, Grigori and Damien, um, 
Motas up there, Gibbo, all like the older guys who kind of have been around the league for a while. Right. Because um, I feel like we have a fairly young team. Yeah. And just having those guys where we have the balance of young guys who are full of energy and are willing to work, and then the old guys who are also full of energy, but also know when to kind of get on somebody when they're kind of slacking or they need like that extra push. So, and then just being able to be physical, I mean, not dangerous physical where you're trying to hurt somebody in training, but physical where it's like you feel like you're in a real game every single time we're in training. So uh, those those handful of guys, and then DeAndre as well, um, handful of guys who kind of bring that and kind of bring up the energy of the team. Lately in the uh, last couple of games, I've noticed that other teams are playing more physical against you. Yeah. You know, maybe early in the season, they weren't aware of what you can do. Yeah. Now they're more aware yeah. because you're, you're, you're giving results, you're giving nice assists. You have, I believe, six assists in the season. How do you deal with the more physical play? Because I think it's on purpose yeah. uh, that they're going after you. Yeah. Um, I feel like now since I've had the opportunity to kind of show what I can do and then um, teams kind of seeing that, definitely with me, I want to say me being on the smaller side, being physical is definitely the best way to kind of go about it just because um, if you give me time and space I can turn and kind of go quickly around or I can play a one-two and be gone so um, for example there's been a couple opportunities where I get a ball and I play a one-two and I'm trying to run and just out of nowhere I get hit or I get grabbed because they either can't catch up or that's the only way to I don't want to say stop me but that's probably the best way to stop me is being that physical. Too? Yeah. How do you deal with that? Um, probably, I mean, just play simple. I mean, just have them um, open up the space a little bit because for me in the first 10 minutes, if I play simple, then I kind of get an understanding of the game. And then they kind of like, oh, okay, well, he's just like playing one, two touch. And then they kind of relax at some points. And then at that one point where you kind of see them relax, then you can kind of, for me, change of pace get the ball and then now it's i'm facing you and it's a 1v1 or now i'm in advantage instead of my back always being to you and then you having the advantage of just maybe hitting me and then all uh, you i can throw do the is jab back. first to set them up yeah <laughs> exactly so um and then just also being one step ahead of the play so if i get a ball maybe i don't have to take two touches maybe i can just play one touch and spin off um but then again, they don't really get anywhere because most of the time it just ends up being a foul. So. Is it instinctual? Your your emotions, the movements, you, you don't have time to think. It's yeah. instinctual, right? When, yeah. you, when you make especially, a play. Especially when you're having fun, you kind of, you don't think about it. For me, when I, um, I try and think as less as possible, uh, it sounds weird, but uh, just kind of just going off feeling. Your brain's already yeah, doing exactly. it. And you have guys around up top who play the exact same way and aren't afraid to play where there's some teams in the league where it's just like kick it up to the forward and then mm-hmm, just like right. bounce it where our team up front and in the midfield we actually like are trying to play with each other so everyone has the same idea and same mentality so it just makes it that much easier to just play so one final question in regards to you personally um you're, you're a very good player what do you see you already said you want to score more but what other things do you want to improve do you want to improve your left you know the what, what do you see as a player? Because I've always been, you know, my son played, and I would always tell him so as a child, every season we're going to work on one particular yeah. thing that you're not great on to get better. What do you see, you know, what do you think you need to work on to continue to be the best version of yourself? I would say uh, finishing would be up there, scoring goals. Um, probably my first touch to kind of start up and prep what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. 
um, watch Pozuelo and like, first touch sets up everything. So yeah, it's interesting because you you seem to have a good first touch, but you want to make yeah, that exactly. a world class first exactly. touch. Um, and then also when receiving the ball, I feel like I catch myself receiving the ball with my back towards um, the opposition. Where if I were to just open up my hips a little bit, it would make it easier for me to know exactly where they are behind me instead of kind of just turning blind, which I felt like in the New York game, I had a lot of, there was a lot of times where I would turn and then I was just a second too late where either my first touch was too far in front or I didn't see the center back coming quick enough and I would just lose the ball. So, um, Initially, happened. at the yeah, beginning of yeah, the game, it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't your best game. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. But, but um, the, the good thing and what good players do is you gave an important assist yeah. in the game so you didn't let that get to you yeah. and you still played uh, you know a pretty decent game yeah. which which is important for a young player like yourself someone else exactly. might get down and that yeah that ties back to what Gonzalo said where don't get too low about the performance so um, yeah definitely wouldn't I wouldn't put that as as nearly as one of my best games or a good game um, but just being able to understand that and through, right? yeah exactly which great team effort got to give it to the, the guys for pulling out a win um, but yeah, probably finishing first touch and then just uh, body orientation. Okay. I, I was I had one more question. I just lost. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, right? Yeah, Good luck. Course. Oh no, that, I got it. I got it. it. Was it was um, you know, Gonzalo? They asked him about the rest of the season. Yeah. What he thought. You know, he he wants to make the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. But he has the mindset that you guys can win the yeah. championship. Yeah. He's not. He says that you have to have a goal and you have to go for it because this is why you play. And you know, if you fall short. You have to make sure that you gave everything you have. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel that you guys can be champions? Yeah, I mean, we're probably one of the top three teams who has the best home record. So, and anything can happen in playoffs. I mean, look at last year. You see all the, you see New England Revolution who win the Sporter Shield and are out in the first round. So, you never know what can happen. Just get in. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like we are definitely a good enough team to where when we get into a playoff spot and we're in that kind of situation where we can, we will definitely... Um, have that pressure of maybe being the underdogs going into it but if you look at every single game that at home maybe we're the underdogs and we're down we always come up with a win that's so. what i was going to ask you because at the beginning of the season there was not high hopes yeah. you know given the fact that 14 new players so many things that that were going on with the club you guys did not expect it to be even a playoff team yeah now you guys are still you're not you're there yet yeah there's still nine games left but you're at the position where you're in. If you continue to hold, you guys are going to be in. So, you know, you do believe, yeah. and, I, and you get the feeling that the whole team believes that, you guys can win it. Yeah, and I, I personally like being um, known as, like, the underdog because I've personally, as a player, have been kind of an underdog um, my whole career where at RSL I was on the bench for my first two years, half the season in, and half the season in I – I go in and play, get a national team call up, and then LAFC also on the bench. But um, and then coming underdog in here, kind of just a homegrown coming from LAFC who didn't play, and then now playing games. Um, so it's just for me, it's fun to kind of prove people wrong and just like get the enjoyment of kind of just saying like, oh yeah, we just did that, and you guys didn't believe in us. So um, and I, you, you can just use that as motivation as well. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Bryce. Sweet. Appreciate it. Thank you. Nice meeting you.